So God brought this word to me a couple weeks ago when life was good. I should have known. Probably because he brought it to me at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I thought, you know what, God, you're preparing me for something. So God was showing me about shadows. What woke me up was a shadow going past my window in the night. And I woke up, and the Lord's like, I got something to say about that. And I thought, oh, man, tired. But, you know, he's the Lord. When he says it's time to listen, we get our ears ready, we listen. So shadows happen when something gets in the way of the light, right? We all learn that, little kids, the puppet, I can do the dog and the bunny. That's it. Uh, those are what you get. That's all I got. My kids, that's it. sorry, that's the game I had. So it happens when something gets in the way of the light. And for us, sometimes the things in our world, you know, our daily life can get in the way of the light, and it casts shadows over us over how we think, what we do, how we perceive things. And, and you know, some things I think about, you know, and I think, I think if I think too long about, like, children that have been slaughtered, that I get depressed, right? It's hard to see any goodness in that. You know, when I think about other nations where people are being tortured just because they're saying, I believe in Jesus. That can get you down, right? That can get you depressed. That can make you, that can bring sorrow to your heart. And, and when I have that, when I think on those things too long, sometimes I find myself standing in the shadow. I'm seeing that big thing in front of me, and it's, it's casting a shadow in front of the light. And who do we know the light is? You know, Jesus, God. He's the way, the truth, and the light. And sometimes it becomes overwhelming, like, God, how can, how can, how can you be good? How can this happen? Why? Like, how, how can you allow this? Because all I can see is that shadow right in front of me. And I think, you know, God, you know, we're, we're praying people, we're believing people, we know your word. Why? You know, where is the light? And God reminded me, you know what? You can only have a shadow if there's light. He's like, the light is always there. And I thought, God, that's good. He said, but there's going to be shadows. So he brought me to Psalms 23. No one's dying today. I don't know why we use this for when people die, because you know what? This is an amazing scripture about life and getting through battles and that God provides for us, isn't it? So Psalms 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Be, I, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He's saying, you're going to rest. You either listen to me when I tell you to rest, or I'm going to make you rest. He doesn't ask us to lay down in green pastures, does he? That's good right there. It says, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Everything is for his glory. It's so good. Even though, this is where I want you guys, even though I walk through, remember that word, through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Come on, that's good. Sitting at a table, your enemies are watching you eat in the goodness of the Lord. <laughs> Whew, that's some coals being heaped right there. It says, you anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely... 
goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't know what's sad about that. Think about that. He gives you one little piece. I think people look and it's like, you know, oh, they said the word death in there. No, it says you're walking through that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even stop. It says we walk through the valley. The valleys have shadows, a lot more than mountaintops, right, guys? I like my mountaintop seasons. I like to stand up there, see all the goodness. I like to be, you know, I'm in the light all the time. It feels good. I feel like I'm on top of the world. We like mountaintop seasons, right? Valleys, sometimes you ever run down a real steep hill, and then you start, you know, rolling down a really steep hill? Yeah, some, that's how we get to the valleys. There's a lot more shadows in the valleys than on the mountaintops. And valleys begin to cast shadows of uncertainty. They release emotions like depression and sorrow and fear and hopelessness. You know, but even in these dark valleys of life, even when things are breaking down, um, even when relationships are fractured, when finances are tight or messy, you know, when favor seems to pass over you and success kind of seems distant to us and our health eludes us and peace hides from us, do you know God is still there? And I say this because the Lord gave me all these words to write and I had a great, I mean, life was going really good. And then my van broke down, and then the crazy thing with that is then this weird little thing happened, so then it couldn't, even when they fixed it, it couldn't be fixed, so I had to go and do that. And so, you know, I'm like, it's fine, you know, I don't need to go anywhere, I'll let Matt, you know, do this. And so we got, he's like, I'm going to take your van now that it's fixed, and, and I'm going, I'm going to take it to work and get an alignment for you. I thought, oh, that's so nice. And I said, well, I'm going to drive his vehicle. So I get in his vehicle, I'm driving, get in the middle of nowhere, right? Um, and all of a sudden it's just like, we're done. <laughs> it turns off. I'm on the side of the road, like a back road, because I thought, I'm going to go the back way. So I get there, and I'm like, I need help. i got to get this, and, and everything's going wrong, and, and two different tow trucks, the one we called, didn't show up, and we thought he did, so we had somebody else tow us, and then they're like, give us money for both of these. What are you people doing? So I'm like, okay. Back down to one car. I got one day. So I'm like, it's fine. I can stay home. So I thought, I'm going to do laundry. I go to put in a new load. And my surprise, the laundry's full of water. And I thought, you know, maybe I just overloaded it. So I emptied everything out. I'm soaking wet. It's freezing cold, you know, emptying all this stuff. Nope, it's gone. So as I'm scooping this, I'm kind of complaining. I'm complaining to the Lord, like, you know, I just had all this stuff. And God said, some people don't even have a, lawn, uh, a washer. They do it by hand because I, I have a little scrub brush, a little board, and I was, like, doing some of my laundry, and God's like, sometimes there's people that do this. This is all they have. And I thought, oh, man. So then I go calling people. Nobody wants to come fix my washer. Then this guy comes. You know, my neighbor did scare him half to death. Uh, in our neighborhood, we watch out for each other. And there was a weird car in my driveway. I'm in talking to this nice man, trying to be like, yeah, my washer broke. Thank you for coming during this storm. And in comes John. You, know, you guys, if there's a funny story with me, it's probably with John. And he's like, Sarah, 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 who's in your house? Who's I was like, calm down. I'm thinking, oh, gosh. And the guy's looking at me like, 
what's happening? I'm just here to, and I said, no, we just are really protective of our neighborhood. Like we, so the guy pulls the washing machine apart after he's like, he keeps loading it with water, trying to see if it works. And then I'm helping him scoop it out. And, um, so we're doing this over and over. So I'm just scooping all this water and hand pumping this hand pump is not easier than scooping. Uh, so this is what's happened. This is my week. This is just the valley that I'm going to. So he gets it. He's like, I think I got the part. It's the motor to this. And he goes and gets it. He's like, yours is the only washer that doesn't use this universal part. <laughs> and earlier that day, it was muddy, and the dogs decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run inside and run right to my white bed and run all over it. So my bed also has all these dog prints. So I was like, I'm going to wash that. No big deal. Okay, it's getting late. It's like, I don't know, like 5, 5.30. And, you know, I thought, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to come with joy because, you know what, complaining didn't work. And so I was just talking to him, and, and I was like, you know, I think that, you know, you seem really smart. You seem like, you know, like you've been doing this a long time. Like you can figure this out. He's like, yeah. And so he actually was able to, like, I don't know what he did, but my washer spun. So I was like, yes. I was so thankful, and the, and, the, and the crazy thing is, Monday, the place that I called calls me and said, hey, we're sending someone out today, and that was Friday, and I said, you already sent somebody. He's like, I did? I said, yeah, so I hope he's from the same company. <laughs> People just showing up at my house being like, give me money, I'll fix something. I'm like, okay, got a lot of stuff to fix. So, you know, I'm kind of like, I was like, oh, man, I, I find I have all this, you know, extra built up. And I just felt like I was just, like, throwing money. <laughs> you want some? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, if it could happen, it happened. And then, and so then we got our car, his car is still there because, like, of course, we ordered the part. Guess what? Do you think it was the right part? Mm-mm. Amazon said this is the right part. When we went to put in the car, the car said, mm-mm. Mm-mm, not the right part, too big. So then we had to wait and do all this. So I said, you know, it's fine. I can be home. And so I thought, I'm going to paint and do this. I, you know, I was making nativity scenes, so, like, I feel like I should have got a break. But, no, um, my brain still didn't work at that point. And so then I'm with the sickness, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have 17 people I'm supposed to cook for. Like, and I just, you know, I'm tired because, like, all this. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not stop moving. God gave me that word, and I was reminded that two weeks ago, the Lord gave me the answer of what was coming. And I thought, I'm going to keep walking. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to have this. I'm going to, I'm going to bring blessing to anyone who comes into my house, and I'm going you know, to receive blessing. God, it doesn't matter what I sound like. It doesn't matter what, what's going on, that you have a plan and a purpose for me today. And my attitude changed, and you know what? I just thought it, it just went, things just started falling into line. We found awesome Christmas tree. We broke. <laughs> we actually found terrible Christmas trees, and then we're like, you know, we're going to, let's just go to this one little spot. And we did, and we found the perfect tree, and then we started carrying it, and it broke in half. It was rotten. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I, well, I tell you, when God wants to show me something, and he wants to use, and he wants to be glorified, he does it in a big way with me. I don't know about you, but he's like, we're not having one thing break down. you got to at least have half a dozen, and things got to be hilarious. And you got to tell people about me. I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I look at the guy. I'm like, <laughs> and 
Lo and behold, he had almost an identical beautiful one right there. And he's like, I'm going to let you cut another one. I was like, yes. So then, of course, then I, I blessed him, even though he said we could have it, you know, for free. I wanted to bless him because I thought, you know what? That was kind because he didn't know that that was, you know, he was, he was being super kind to us. And I thought, we're going to channel the kindness of the Lord there. So all of this is happening. I'm going through the valley, and that's what I want to tell you. Even though the valley's happening, you don't just sit down, complain, and whine about it. You don't yell and scream and all of those things because, you know, it keeps you there. You know, when I, with my laundry, I was like, oh, no, it's getting piled up. And then I thought, I'm going to have to drag all of this stuff to the laundromat, and that's a lot of work. And then, boom, when I said, Lord, whatever you want, I guess it doesn't matter. If it needs to be fixed, you're going to bring, you know what? You'll bring the extra in. And God did. So, so everything, almost everything is fixed in our household. Um, we're still waiting on one car. But it's coming. What I want to show you is God is still there. You can still have joy in that. You know, when I start, I told Matt, I said, you know, I think this has turned into a pneumonia. And I said, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs> because... The enemy, you know, I'm thinking that's a little thing. Let it be a little thing. Now, I believe take care of yourself. I'm probably going to, you know, make sure I rest and things like that. But the enemy can't scare you of what he says he's going to do to you. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm going to break down your car. You're not going to be able to get a job. You're not going to be able to provide. You know what? You're going to be sick. You're not going to be able, you know, you're not going to be able to preach on Sunday. That's why I kept telling Matt. And Matt kept saying, nope, you are. And sometimes I get so mad because I'm like, can you just do it for me? He never does. Him and God have this thing together. I, I think mostly because I was thinking, oh, what are people going to think if I get up there? They're going to be like, oh, my gosh, she's sick. Well, I have, you know, losing your voice is not that big deal. You're not going to, you know, you don't want to catch my voice. <laughs> Maybe. God's voice. What God's saying. <laughs> so... Basically, when we're walking in that, that valley, we can't see God in that moment sometimes because that shadow is just so big. Everything's going on. It's just it's blocking out the light because he's not in the shadow, but his voice is there. His voice is there because, you know, the light, you have to have light in the shadow behind the shadow or still there so his voice is there saying he's guiding us we saw in psalms 23 it says he's guiding us he's directing us he's leading us back to the light god doesn't say i hope you get through that valley quick i'm gonna be out on the mountaintop watching how it's going for you no 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 it says that he leads us through so he knows when we're in the valley but he's guiding us to walk through. Do you guys get that part, the through? That's the part we don't like to always hear. We want to sit and be like, oh, I'm in the valley. Everybody help me out. No, walk through it. He's the good shepherd. He loves you. He's going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you. He is going to bring a testimony out of what the enemy tried to use to destroy you. That is the God that we serve. He wants to bring us back to the light where our soul can hope again and peace surrounds us where we don't feel defeated. It says in Galatians 6, 9, it says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. I like that. You know what he's saying? If it doesn't seem like you're in a season where you're reaping anything good, that's all right. 
He said, because you're going to if you don't give up. The enemy knows that he cannot defeat Jesus, right? He already knows his future, but he, he wants to steal from us because he knows if we, if we don't give up, God says he is going to do good, that we are going to, that we are going to do good in, the, in our lives, right? So he wants to get us to be in that whining, complaining. He wants us to stop in those valleys and sit there and be like, I can't go on, I can't do this, everything's bad, and turn our back on God, who is the good shepherd guiding us, and wander around in the valley of the shadows all of our life. And that looks like a lot of complaining and sickness and disease and lack. That's what's in the valley. So it says keep going. Don't grow weary and think, oh, you know, God's not going to show up for me. He is going to show up for you. He's in that light behind the shadow, and he's saying, come on. He never stops shining on us. Do you notice that the shadow steps in front? God never stops shining his grace on us, does he? He doesn't say, oh, huh, the enemy's really attacking you. I don't want to be in this area, and I'll come back when things seem a little better. No, he's always shining on us. The light is always there. So it doesn't really matter what steps in front of the light. He's still there. We just can't focus on the shadow. Now, over those two weeks, I'm thinking, there's times I wanted to just, I wanted to get so mad. I'm like, I want to complain about this shadow. And I did, and it didn't work out so well in those moments. They've made it seem longer and harder, and I was more frustrated. And that's when I'm like, ding, ding, ding. I always... You know, the Holy Spirit sometimes sounds like my friend Sue because she always says, if you complain, you're going to remain. And I thought, and so as I'm scooping out water, complaining, I hear, complain, remain, complain, remain, complain. <laughs> and I thought, I don't want to remain here. So I thought, I better listen and call somebody who has wisdom in this because, you know, I'm good at scooping water. I'm not good at doing, fixing washers. So, but that's, we need to quit focusing on the shadow. And I like the part in Psalms 23, it says, He prepared a table for us in the presence of our enemies. We are in battles all the time. Don't think like, well, I had one battle, you know. They're battles. Battles, plural. But we must keep going, reminding ourselves of who God is. So in those battles, we remind ourselves of who God is. Like today, I was like, I'm going to rest my voice, and we had to worship. And I thought, you know what, maybe I can't worship with my voice, but I'm going to worship the Lord. I didn't just sit and think, well, I'm just going to sit and not worship today because, you know, I'm, I want to preserve my voice. No, I worshiped because I'm like, God, you're going to meet me there. And he gave me a lot of word while I was sitting there and, and, and worshiping. See, he's good, because we don't just worship with our voice, we worship with our spirit. But see, we've got to keep reminding ourselves of who God is, and that he prepared good things for us. The enemy wants to cast that big shadow. He wants you just to lay down, die, give up. He wants you to conform to the patterns of the world and just accept it and say, oh yeah, that's okay. I guess if it, you know, that's good for you. He wants us to be consumed with lies. He wants us to be apathetic. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to do that. I don't care if I am crawl. You know, there is times that I'm like, you know what? 
I'll go to heaven before I'm submitting to that. You can't kill me. The enemy, you know, it's hilarious. He cannot kill you. He can't. But you can, there's times I remember when I was really sick and the enemy, he was trying. And I thought, you know what, Lord? If I'm going to die, I give my spirit to you. I will go to heaven. The enemy does not get to take me anywhere. So even that, I thought, you, you have no game. He has no game. And it says our cup will overflow. What happens when things overflow? Spills out, gets on everything. That's good. If it is the goodness of God, I want it to overflow. So when I stand next to someone, they get blessed because I'm blessed. They get free because I'm free. They get healed because I'm healed. And we, that's what the kingdom is overflowing, that God's anointing and goodness is on you, and it overflows everywhere you go. So you're just walking around, people slipping around in the anointing. That'd be good. I'm like, anoint me some, you know, car repairs over here. <laughs> Whose car's running well? I want to follow you. <laughs> oh. What do you... Oh, fun times. So make sure you're not overflowing with shadows. The sun's shining. Oh, but it's hot. Oh, it's raining. You know, it's raining. We're finally getting enough, you know, um, moisture for the ground. Oh, yeah, but it's so cold out. Oh, it's hot. You know, oh, it's cold. Like, well, what do you want? Right? We begin to overflow with shadows, no matter what someone says to us. You know, we come up with the worst, the worst thing. Oh, you look nice today. Oh, I feel terrible. I think I look, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm not going to say that to them anymore. Do you know if you don't say thank you, people quit telling you those type of things? Because it feels like, ugh, I don't want that overflow, right? Or if you're always putting yourself down. I think, we, I think sometimes we tend to do that, don't we? Like when someone gives us a compliment, we can't just say thank you. We have to be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I only have this. or I'm only doing it because of. Get out of that shadow living. I want to live in the light. Because you know who's in the light? Jesus. I want to be where he is. I'm not going to be in the shadows. If the enemy's like, I'm going to drag you through a shadow season, I am going to be sprinting. I'm not going to stop. Nothing, I, I mean, if I have to be dragging myself through there, I'm not stopping. You know what? I ain't stopping off at his house for a second. I want to live in the light. You know, overflow with the anointing of, and the goodness of God. That's what we need. We need to overflow with the anointing and the goodness of God. So we have to look. What's our valley? Maybe your valley isn't like mine. <laughs> Maybe your valley is. If it is, you know what? Let's find someone else's anointing to get into. <laughs> no, but you know, it was so good because tons of amazing things happened during that time. Like, I thought, you know, I think the enemy wanted me to cancel Thanksgiving because so many amazing connections happened there and people were encouraged. It was so good. It was one of the best Thanksgivings I ever had. And I thought, yeah, you didn't want. And we talked about Jesus, of course. You come to my house, there's going to be some talk about Jesus. There were some threats from some people. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> you know what? Because we should resemble 
I'm, I'm joking with that, but just we should take care of people. And we should resemble the shepherd. The shepherd takes care of people, right? Yes. So what's your valley look like? It might be something little. It might be something big. It might be something you've went through lots of times. It might be something that's really new to you. But just look at it and apply the word of God and say whatever to the devil. Like, you know what? It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you're trying. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm going to apply the word of God to it. And keep walking through the valley of the shadow of the death. If you stop in it, we die. There you go. There's your answer. Don't want to die, don't stop. Walk through the valley of the shadow of the death. Because that he's saying there's death in the valley. God was being real honest with us, wasn't he? He said there is death in the valley. If you stop there, guess what's going to happen? That's why he said you walk through it. The key is don't stop, don't look around, you know, don't, don't do the why me, Lord, this is not fair, wah, 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 wah. That looks like death. That looks like a life of death. <laughs> Keep walking through. God is with you. He is directing your steps. Don't be distracted by the puppet show going on. Right? That's what the enemy's doing. Don't be distracted by that puppet show. You say, get out of the way. I'm looking at the light. My destiny is in the light. My peace is in the light, which is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the light. You don't have to listen. The devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. Devil is a shadow. Jesus is the light. So let's pray.